Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Hayley Lloyd Show. Today, one of the things that I want to talk to you guys about is how can you be spiritual and wealthy? This is a big topic that comes up in the spiritual world and just generally the industry. And there's a lot of streams of consciousness that there can either be one or the other, but not both. And I want to talk about that because I don't believe it's as black and white in that. I believe that there are variants of this and I believe that we get to decide what our reality actually looks like. So a lot of people believe that you can either be super spiritual or super wealthy and there are not a lot of people that believe that you can be both and the reason is is that a lot of spiritual people believe that if you are very wealthy then that must mean that you are also greedy and you are using what you have, your resources, in a manipulative way, and potentially you've actually got the wealth by manipulating it and by sometimes like evil way. And they also believe that, you know, they should only be in service to people. And so anything that actually goes outside of that, where they aren't being of service, then they're actually exchanging value for that, doesn't feel like honest service. And then wealthy people, super wealthy people, often believe that, you know, if they're going to be super spiritual, it's actually gonna distract them from making more wealth. So how true are both of these statements and can these things actually coexist together? The answer is yes and no. So of course, some people that are super wealthy may not be completely of service. And of course, spirituality can be distracting from making more wealth. So both of those things can be true, but they can also not be true. And this is where how we view spirituality and wealth building and money is really important for the reality that we create and that we get to live in. So currently, the reason that I want to bring this up as a topic is I see and talk to a lot of coaches and entrepreneurs who have a deep desire to be wealthy. However, because they are very spiritual, this can often block them from bringing in more wealth and money. And so a lot of people just don't believe that they can have both things, which often leads to sabotaging behaviors, which deep down can end up being an issue. How does it end up being an issue? So imagine this. First of all, if you feel like subconsciously it is evil or bad for you to make money, you will subconsciously manifest that exact situation. So you won't want to attract in money because you'll believe it's bad and evil and will be taking you away from your spiritual path. You may also experience a huge amount of guilt and shame when you do make money. So again, you'll end up repelling it because you don't want to feel guilty. You may also feel super anxious when it even comes to talking about money. And that in itself, no one wants to feel anxious. So again, you'll end up repelling it. So these are the tiny little nuances that can come about when we have this unchecked belief that's going on, or maybe a very conscious belief that we have, where we don't feel that we can marry these two things together. So is this true? Can we really just be one or the other? Or can we find a way to be in both? I'll use myself as an example here because I myself see myself as very spiritual. I see myself as a starseed. I see myself as someone that I meditate daily. I call in my spiritual team. I channel. I love to have a positive impact in the world and I love to be of service. And I have a greater mission that I believe is to really raise the consciousness of the planet. I also have a desire to be very wealthy and to make a lot of money. And part of the reason for that is because I like to stay in nice places. I like to surround myself with nice things. Even in my human design, it says that my environment is incredibly important to me. And if I'm not feeling lit up by my environment, my output won't be as good. I won't feel as inspired. So the impact that I'll be able to make 
will be limited to how I'm feeling in my environment. So for that reason alone, it's important for me to be able to stay in a place where I feel lit up creatively that can spark more of the creative birth so that I can give back of service in a more fulfilling way. Not only that, but having money and more wealth allows me to nourish my soul. It allows me to take back time for myself And the reason that's important is because if I'm feeling nourished, then the content that I put out is going to be more magnetizing. It's going to be more impactful. And ultimately that comes out in the way that I give free content, whether it's in my podcast, whether it's in my YouTube channel, whether it's in my free trainings, if I'm feeling nourished and lit up, the outcome and the level of impact that people are gonna take away from that is also going to be elevated. So when it comes to me, you can see that I'm balancing these two things. I've made a decision that I want to be wealthy and I've made a decision that I am spiritual. I have spiritual beliefs and I truly believe that my mission is to be of service, but I do not believe that I need to be struggling financially in order to fulfill that purpose. I actually believe the more that I make, the more I'm going to be able to fulfill the impacts that I've come here to create. As a starseed, I believe that I've come here to have a huge impact on the planet. I believe that I've come here with a message to share and I've got a lot of wisdom and knowledge that I want to impart on a lot of people. I'm not going to be able to do that if I have no financial freedom, if I can't afford the rent to stay in my flat, if I'm worrying about whether I'm going to be able to afford XYZ, it's going to take me away from being able to be of service. Not only that, but Being able to be financially stable is an incredibly empowering thing for especially women because it means that we can take full control of where we are meant to be. What if you could make the money so that you could fully lean into your mission and your purpose with even more momentum? What would that feel like? What would it feel like to be like, yeah, I am so freaking like fulfilled by everything that I'm doing. So here's how I see it. So obviously I have a balance of both of these things and this is why. In my opinion, spirit, spirituality without matter is expressionless. Like without matter, spirit doesn't have motion. It doesn't have anywhere for it to actually go. So let's go into that a little bit. Spirit without matter doesn't have a vessel for the spirit to come through. Whether it is an article that you are writing, whether it is an Instagram post that you are putting out, whether it is a video that I'm creating right now, whether it's a meditation that you are listening to, whether it is a spiritual retreat that you are creating, whether it is incense that you're burning, whether it is sage that you're burning, whether it's crystals that you're holding, all of that spiritual stuff and energy is held in matter. There is literal weight to these spiritual vessels that we are talking about. And whatever being spiritual means to you, there is usually always a matter that comes off the back of it. Even talking, even giving a talk, there is always matter that comes off the back of it. If it doesn't take physical form or human form or a material form, then it doesn't actually express itself in any way, in any way. So how can we say that spirits and material don't go together because they actually do? So it could even just be a thought. Your thoughts have matter. We know that our thoughts in manifestation can actually affect 
other people's reality. We know that our thoughts and our beliefs and our feelings carry an amount of matter. So that in itself, our thoughts can be a spiritual experience. So if something as small as a thought is able to carry matter, imagine what the weight of our spiritual beliefs could carry in terms of matter. So matter and spirituality are intrinsically linked. And if there was no matter, there wouldn't be spirituality. There wouldn't be any expression of spiritual endeavors because there would be no expression of it. So even the most spiritual people in the world, they are still expressing themselves through matter. They are still expressing through the spiritual form of matter. And a lot of the time, sometimes really spiritual people actually need a lot of resource to be able to spread their message far and wide. So here's the thing, the more money you can make, the more wealth that you can accrue from a place of service, and I'm gonna get into this in a second, the more impact you are going to be able to make, the more you are going to be able to circulate your message and have impact at a wider range than if you were not having finances. Because often what can happen, if you don't have the money, your message can only get to a certain point. You can only impact a few people because you don't have the big enough platform. You don't have a team to support you to do more. If you want to organize an event, for example, are you going to be able to organize that entire event by yourself? If the answer is no, then you're going to have to hire someone, right? And if you have to hire someone, then money is going to have to be exchanged in order to hire them. That is how capitalism works. So the more money that you are able to create means that you are going to be able to have an impact on a larger scale, whether it's the lives of the people that you're impacting by hiring them, whether it is the lives of the people that you are impacting by being able to run these events that require a team to be a part of in order to function, or whether it's just literally transport to get you to the place that you're going to speak at. Whatever it is, it requires money. That is the society that we live in. And I know that it can be frustrating, like capitalism can feel frustrating, but we can either play ball with it or we can get eaten up by it. And I guarantee you this, would you not prefer the wealthiest people in the world to be those of spiritual nature than those of not? Those that are more conscious and can do so much more good for the world than those that can't, than those that are unconscious and are using their money just to have money. Why is it that spiritual people should have to have no money? Why is that? Why should it be one or the other? Why should it be the people that are unconscious that are able to make huge amounts of wealth and the people just because we're spiritual and we should be of service shouldn't have any? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me anyway. So I want you guys to really think about this and you can very quickly see that actually it doesn't make sense for these things to be separate because purely just by definition, spirituality needs matter to be expressed, otherwise it's not spirituality. So matter, material and spirit are intrinsically linked, they just are. The thing that makes them feel separated is the thoughts and the beliefs that have been created in society that tells us that money is bad. Because here's the thing, money in itself is just energy. That's all it is. It is literally just a neutral energy. It is the beliefs around spirituality that give it meaning. So money itself isn't good or bad. Wealth itself is not good or bad. It is literally just a neutral entity. It is a digital entity or a paper entity. That is all it is. It is not consciously making decisions by itself. Therefore, it is completely neutral. It doesn't have any emotional charge. 
energy with which we approach money comes from the beliefs that we have about money as an individual and as a society. So there is so much programming. Think about it in the spiritual community of money is bad or even just it doesn't even have to be spiritual community. There can be so many narratives of that. But what if that wasn't the narrative? It literally is the narrative because it's been indoctrinated in us. But we can decide that it gets to be a different way. We get to decide and approach whether our money is for good or for bad. So personal actions when it comes for money, we can just make sure that we are using our money for good and literally instill the energy of good money into it. And that's then exactly what money becomes. It becomes good money. It's then an extension of your own energy. So you get to choose the way that money is ultimately used and the energy with which it carries. It determines the vibration that it carries. There was a story that someone spoke about where they basically were talking about looking at someone's wallet and holding the wallet and feeling the vibration of the money. And she was able to tell whether the wallet had good money energy or bad money energy. And so that basically means is the money, was it received from like love and like I'm so excited or was it received from a place of shame and guilt because the money can carry that vibration. So we are the people that actually get to imprint the money with which we bring in and spread around. We get to do that. Meaning that money has by itself is nothing without the beliefs that are indoctrinated in this society. So this is where we get to decide the relationship that we want to have with money. And how incredible would it be for more conscious spiritual human beings to have money to do good with, to be conscious enough to be able to truly be of service and to make sure that we are putting all of the right steps in place for the good of the planet. That is true spiritual service and that marries money and spirituality. So how do we start embracing both of these things? So these are some of the steps that I have done to make sure that for me, the value of spirituality being of service is being honored even when I'm making money because money is important to support my lifestyle. It's important so that I can feel good and not resentful for sharing my message and impact and scale. And it also is necessary so that I can spread the, the love and the spiritual awareness in more places and have more impact. So this is what I anchor into to make sure that the wealth that I'm generating is coming from a place of service and it is being fueled with good money energy. So it's coming from a place of love and compassion. Number one, write down your values. Do you currently know what your values are right now? And really make sure that when you are making money, every single decision that you make is aligned with your values. So, you know, for me, my values are empowerment, growth, and freedom. And this can be seen in a few different ways. So empowerment really means obviously empowering myself, but also empowering other people, specifically women, to generate more money and to live a life that they really want to live. Growth is all about myself feeling like I'm growing, but also the people that I'm working with feeling like they're making progress and growing as well. And also freedom, making sure that I am feeling free in what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis, but also that my clients are working towards financial freedom and just freedom in their lives in general. 
So I can make sure these are my values. You know, that a lot of it is rooted in service. I want to empower people. I want to help people grow and I want to help people find more freedom in their life. Obviously, some of these are directly about myself as well. But if I can make sure that the decisions I'm making are always coming back to being of service, am I doing good? Am I doing well for people? Am I making sure that I am putting service above money? If I'm in line with those things, I know that my conscious is in a good place. Which then leads me on to the next point, which is making sure that you are focusing on service. This is about always coming back to the impact that you want to create. So whenever you create a business, typically you will be talking about some of the things that you want to do and the impact that you want to have and your big why, that fiery why that lives in your chest that drives the expansion of everything that you're doing in your business. If your focus is only on money and you don't have a why, then allow yourself to come back to a place of service and this will put it into more of a balance. I always allow my why to re-inject more passion and creativity into what I'm doing. And if I feel like I've got too much in one direction, I'm too much on selling and I'm not too much on impact, I'll change everything up a little bit. I'll spend some time just improving people's content, just going into my client's work just making sure that I am being of service and reigniting the passion that I have for really bringing up women around the world to be financially independent, wealthy through their coaching businesses. And the third thing is make sure that you're giving back. If you are making wealth and you want to be of service, we really need to learn to allow money to flow and to be able to trust money enough for it to be able to flow in and flow out. So that looks like hiring people, making sure that you're giving back to charity, doing things that are of service, always making sure that you are thinking, how can I increase my impact so that my message can get to more people? How can I really double down on the service that I'm giving for my current clients and reinvesting the money that you're making in improving your services, but also giving back to charities. So allowing money to flow, not hoarding it all for ourselves, but we're saying, I trust money to come in and I trust money to come back out. And it becomes this flowing energy and it is a flowing energy. If we can trust money to do that and we can see the power that we're having when we actually accumulate wealth, that we are allowing it to flow back into other industries and expanding the reach that our money has in the form of impacting people through charities, impacting people through hiring, impacting our clients by increased incredible experiences, we are increasing the service with which we are delivering. Ultimately, if you have a spiritual vision, if you have a spiritual message, that needs to be shared. It's something that gets to be shared. And so many people hold themselves back because they believe that in order to be spiritual and really spiritual, they need to only be living with the clothes that they have on their back. And that is just not true. That is a belief that has been indoctrinated in society. And I get it, I get it, but it doesn't have to be your reality. Your reality gets to be one where you can be spiritually driven, of service and wealthy and making money because you trust money to be able to flow where it needs to flow, to be able to release it so that you can help and be more of service, but also nourishing yourself so that your energy can be more magnetizing so that the message you deliver can be delivered with an excited energy, not one of frustration. Because so many times I see people not charging what they want to charge and feeling like they need to do everything for free. And then what happens? You burn out. You burn out, you get frustrated, your message feels convoluted and confusing and overwhelming and it doesn't feel fun anymore and then you want to give up. It's happened to me, it's happened to so many people on that I know and it is so simple what needs to happen. You just need to be compensated for the service that you're giving. It's as simple as that. So coming back to the original question, can you be spiritual and wealthy? Yes, in my eyes, you can. 
I think there just has to be some very strong principles that you are building your business on to make sure that you are really connecting to being of service. That is at the heart what spirituality is. So as long as you are being of service and that is what you are creating your business around, you can do whatever you want to do. You can make unlimited amounts of money and just allowing it to flow back into society in whatever way that looks, whether it's through charity, whether it's through hiring teams, whether it's through expanding your reach. You get to have an incredible life and you get to be spiritual. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And if you are currently in a place where you feel like it does have to be one or the other and you feel like the beliefs that you have are so strong, they are stopping you from doing the things that you want to do, I want to invite you to take a second. First of all, write down all of the beliefs that you have on a piece of paper so that you can get full awareness of what they are and where they come from. And second, decide that you're going to start choosing new beliefs. This is obviously a journey. I have literally just completely broken down that into a very small thing. And you know, if this is really indoctrinated in your nervous system, I would recommend getting support from a mentor or a mastermind to really help you move through this. Because there can be things like trauma, like around money, generational trauma, societal trauma that can live in your bodies that can just be carried through that actually does need some deep work. But on a conscious level, you can make a decision that you want to actively start changing those things. And as we know anything from manifestation, where your intention goes, that's where the action flows. And so if you are wanting to start healing those particular wounds then set the intention to start healing there so that you can start making more money. And don't hold yourself back. If you feel like you're currently repelling money and receiving money makes you feel guilty, that's where the work needs to begin. I might do another YouTube video at some stage where I talk about my own (laughs) healing journey and talk about the money work that I've done because I've done a lot of money work and there is so many layers to this. And if you would like that, make sure that you leave a message in the comments or give me a message on Instagram and let me know that that's something that you'd like. But until then, really this starts with a decision. Do you want to remain one or the other or do you want to find a way to be able to blend both of these things together? Because they get to coexist and actually they do from an energetic perspective. It's purely the conditioning that you have around what they both mean individually that's not allowing you to see them together. So this is the invitation. What would it look like to change that belief today? 